gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? The show starts in ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two. Electricity here in Columbia. What has been buzzing loudly all weekend. Passion of the crowd in Williams Bryce Stadium is second to none. And the rave breaks out in Columbia. It is good. Gamecock fans, welcome home. See how it goes, uh, but we'll be ready to go. It's time to root. Let's go, Carolina. It's gone. Touchdown. What a hit. He makes it in. Can you believe it? Here are your hosts, J.C. Sherbert, Bill Molinax, and Jamie Bradford. We are off and running, and greetings, and good morning, and welcome aboard for the first time ever to Inside the Gamecocks, the show as part of the all-new Chief Sports Network. You now can go into your phones as well and download the Chief Sports app and take us anywhere you want to go. Listen like it's radio, watch like it's TV, do whatever you want to do, but we'll always be there with you G- jc jb and phil and john whittle coming up here in just a little while we are built by the barndo co the barndominiumco.com where you can build your dream home for as low as 160 dollars per square foot live of course from the Sinorama studios they preferred sign partners of gamecock athletics and they are the preferred sign partners of us here as well we appreciate you being here we've been working on this for a long 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 time but it's finally done if you've got a phone or a tablet you can download it and it's free and we've got a ton of stuff in there for you you can watch you can listen you can find high school football scores you can watch jc and morgan 
You can listen to J.C. and Morgan because J.C. and Morgan also is under the Chief Sports Network umbrella. And in the future, guys, we will be, of course, adding more programming in and outside of the state of South Carolina uh, to what is we what we hope to be is going to be something that uh, nobody's really ever seen or done before. So we're pretty excited about it. One central location. Make sure you download the, the Chief Sports app in your phone if you're watching you can see the logo right there on our screen uh as also a part of all of this mike morgan will be joining inside the gamecocks the show for one hour a power hour twice each week on tuesdays and thursdays we look forward to getting the golden tones of espn and the sec network and everything in between into our program a couple of times each week. He'll certainly talk plenty of Gamecocks, but we'll also be able to talk about the rest of the SEC in the country. And in addition to that, our football coverage for the Gamecocks this fall will be anchored by three elite dudes. Pat DeMarco, Perry Orth, and Michael Flint. All three of them will join us each week and you'll get about an hour and a half, if not more than that, total of those guys who know a lot more than the rest of us do to us and discuss South Carolina football each and every week. Michael will start at the end of this week. Perry and Pat will both begin next week, and they'll carry us right on through the season. So we're excited about all this. We hope you are, too. We think that you'll have the best coverage you can get right here, but we'll let you judge that. We're not going to be one of these people that tells you we're the best on the Internet or whatever it is. Uh, now we'll let you, we'll let you decide, but we think we'll have a pretty good case for it. That is for sure. Without further ado though, Phil's been working hard. JC's been working hard and uh, guys, Monday morning has finally arrived. And later on this week, the Gamecocks will step onto the practice field. That's, That's right. always a good week. Uh, mm-hmm. when football practice starts, uh, Lucky for me, or unlucky for me, one, I get to be in Columbia for some of it this year. So yeah. <laughs> uh, I stopped by a couple of years ago for a couple of practices, but it'll, it'll be nice to sit out there and sweat for 15 minutes to see nothing. Uh, <laughs> but no, no, it, it'll always be nice to be around the program. And uh, yeah, it, it's always great. And then you kind of hit the wall as a, as a fan or an analyst or, you know, you kind of talk it to death those first two weeks. Everybody's fired up about the first scrimmage. Then the second scrimmage kind of comes fast and then, Boom, you know, you just don't hear much uh, right. until they get to the, the actual game prep and game week. And that week, that week zero in college football, the week before the game, it's the longest week of the year. I mean, it, it, when I was a kid, waiting for Christmas took forever. It, this is what takes forever every single year for me now. So uh, it'll be good to have uh, some practice reports, practice coverage. Uh, there's a lot of players that we have a lot of questions about that will be answered here in the coming weeks. And it's just great to get that process started because you know what, guys, that means the actual season is right around the corner before you know right. it. Um, North Carolina and South Carolina will be playing in Charlotte. And then you blink and it's over. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the, the that's both the, the beauty and cruelness of college football is that you wait all year. It finally gets here. Then all of a sudden, wow, you know, ah, it's over. You're sitting there and you're playing Clemson and you're like, it's Clemson week already, man. It's, it's crazy. But uh, anyway, good to be back and all that good stuff. Um, so, uh, yeah, the Chief Sports app, this is something we've kind of been working on for a while. We think that – how to put this? 
local sports talk radio without a, not trying to offend any specific show or station. It's not that. We feel like it leaves a lot to be desired uh, in a lot of local markets, uh, statewide markets, uh, things like that. Uh, with streaming and, and with the technology these days, uh, you know, we feel like, you know, we can go leaner and meaner and, and do it and put something together where you guys get a lot of choices and a lot of lots of, lot of multiple voices. Uh, it's going to sound for a little while kind of like the same old voices because it's just uh, us and Mike, you know, and, and then Matt on the late night. And then we have some other kind of podcasty topical stuff that we'll add in. But we're going to add other daily shows. I mean, the goal here clearly uh, is to have a day's worth of, uh, of programming for you guys to sit there and keep it on in your car while you're working out and all that. What this also does, based on that and some some adjustment which we made on our end, and I, and I want to apologize for this because this is a lot, a lot my it's part partially the platform, uh, partially my fault. <clears throat> uh, getting the podcast version up quicker, and I, I, I hear you, I feel you. It's been sad, you know. I understand that's still half of our audience. Not everybody can catch the live stream. Uh, what this does, it allows us to get this uh, up quicker for you guys that listen podcast form. Uh, it allows you to access the live stream better. Uh, you know, I, I had one guy, I don't know if it was the chat box or not, say my phone almost caught on fire because I had YouTube up listening to you guys in the car. Because YouTube, unless you're YouTube premium, it requires you to have the app open while you're listening to us. And that's ridiculous. Now, this just could, this could just, it's just like iTunes. It can play in the background, play while you're on the treadmill, you know, whatever. Uh, I think the, the, uh, Andrew, uh, the Android version on uh, the Android tablet looks beautiful. Uh, the tablet versions look great. Jamie really spearheaded this for us, and I want to thank him. He did a great job. This is sort of his vision uh, combined with ours. We've talked about this, Jamie Bradford and I, since way before there was a show. And, and, and here's the day, you know, and, and I'm on that Phil's a part of it. And, and somebody like Mike Morgan, who I've known for years, too, uh, as talented as they come, I know he's very popular as well. Um, so that's that Tyler Mitch's high school football section. Yeah, we're, we're rocking it. Uh, that's, that's part of what we're going to do. Try to get a scoreboard thing going there. We know you guys love high school football. That's going to be in the works for a little while, but uh, it's there on the app already. So that shows you we're close. Um, again, it's free to download. You guys don't have to pay a dime for it. Uh, you know, how, how we increase our value is uh, the number of downloads we have, obviously, just like with any, any, any one of these, uh, new finangled internet apps, right? Uh, and we appreciate you guys because finally, we wouldn't do this if it weren't for y'all. We have a gigantic loyal audience that listens to us every single day. We have wonderful spot partners. Uh, I call them, we need to call them partners because they're business partners with us uh, in all of this, like uh, Nana's Porch, uh, Electric Bikes of Charleston. Uh, I'll go all the way back to iHelp Consulting. That was my uh, our first business partner, but, but well, it was just me. Uh, Heritage Digital, Cindy Searfoss, all those great folks, the Barndo Cove, Sinorama, uh, a couple of painters. I mean, we couldn't ask for better people to work with. We couldn't ask for better listeners and fans. Uh, and, and this is for you guys as well. So I, I, I'm uh, beyond fired up about it. Um, I think that, uh, you know, there's a lot of rooms to, room to grow and a lot of, lot, of, lot of neat things that can serve you guys. Uh, keep in mind, when uh, to use a Disney World reference, when they opened Hollywood Studios, I think they only had three rides. So here we go with our three rides opening Hollywood Studios. We got 
we, we certainly have plenty of Mickey Mouse on here, right? So uh, here we go. Set the fireworks off, but uh, it will expand and expand quickly. Uh, and we couldn't be uh, more pleased with bringing this to you guys here. And, and I'll say one more thing on the lineup. I love listening to Mike Morgan and Perry Orth and Pat DeMarco and Michael Flint talk about football. Uh, and I'm not, you know, I get enough of it sometimes. So uh, to me, that's something I would want to listen to every single week, in addition to all of our other guests. Uh, and I hope you guys uh, enjoy it as well. Meredith, I didn't mention Meredith because I knew I would forget somebody. I uh, certainly did not mean to, mean to not mention Miss McKellar and Traveling Country Club. There's our, our little golf area over there. Um, you know, I knew if I didn't have it, I, these are not prepared remarks I have. So I, I just wanted to, to mention that as well. So anyway, there's my monologue for the day. Uh, I think you guys knew I'd take off on one, but uh, couldn't be uh, couldn't be uh, more fired up. Yeah, I feel you know we've um, we've been really working on this for you know probably uh, initially probably really since day one, uh, and in about the last four months it's kind of been in motion. But we've had to, you know, there's always something to do or fix or change or whatever whatever you want to call it. Um, but you know we, we've got it up now, and I think JC just said something that's pretty important. Um, which, by the way, in the first 14 minutes of programming here, we have over 100 downloads. Thank you. <laughs> um, which is really uh, just – and I knew this was going to happen. You know, we we knew that we had to really invest some time and money because we, we were going to be well into the thousands and thousands, and, and we, we know that. Um, but I think J.C. just in, said something important. You know, we wouldn't do this if it wasn't for all of you. Uh, we, we've, we've really, JC's got a lot going on every day with Carolina rise and the big spur. And now, you know, uh, the chief sports network, which we will be growing and, and it's going to be something you're going to really, really like, I promise you that, um, Phil has a lot going on every day with, with what we do on the show and now the network and, and, you know, his outside job. I've got a lot going on every day. Uh, we all have children. You know, I've got it. You know, I'm still a realtor as well and, and still do all this stuff. And but, you know, we it kind of came to a point where we figured out that, you know, what we do, it, you know, it, it's only getting bigger. And obviously that means that people enjoy it. And we wanted to make it not only easier, but we want this thing. We want to be able to communicate with you at all times. Um, you're going to get notifications. We'll send you notifications so you don't forget we're coming on the air. JC and Morgan is coming on the air or blank and blank show soon is coming on the air. Or if you, if you were busy that day, Hey, by the way, coach Beamer was on with us or Pat DeMarco. Here's what he said, you know, so we'll be able to communicate with you. We hope you keep those communications on. We're not going to spam you. Um, but we also hope you'll use the app for all kinds of stuff. You can go to the app and go right to the big for your recruiting news. You can go to the app and go right to Carolina rise if you'd like to, those are partners of chief uh, of the chief sports network. You can go to the app and on Friday nights when you're sitting in the stands watching your high school play football and you want to check out the other scores, just go to our app and pull up the scoreboard. It's right there. Um, you know, uh, Jan, I think asked a question a minute ago about communication and um, and you want to check out the others. I'm not sure what that is, but uh, you know. <laughs> 
if you if you uh, want to, you know, Jan talked about chat boxes and stuff. We're working on something there that'll directly link you right right to the screen. Um, you know, we're, it's just there's a lot. It, it's hard, <laughs> so we're working on it. But we wanted to make sure that uh, that we got this sucker up and going, and um, and really really appreciate it. So. Thank you to everybody that's downloading it and, and using it and, um, and, you know, hang with us because we're only going to get bigger and better and, and we're going to keep having fun. Yeah, For fired sure. up, yeah. fired up about that mm-hmm. lineup as well, Phil. Yeah, I know, man. Football season is going to be awesome. We're, we're going to have, uh, you know, God, shit. I mean, you know, some great football minds talking about actually what's happening on the field. It's not just going to be us, you know, <laughs> and the chat box saying, well, we ought to run some boots and waggles, you know. It's, it's, yeah. it's, boots and waggles. There'll be some, some thoughtful commentary coming through the football season. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, and that's the thing, you know, we anybody that's, first of all, anybody that's watched all prior to me coming in and on, um, I think that was in February, but anybody that's been around what I've been doing in media since 2014, I've always worked with, with Michael Flint. I'm biased. We've grown up together. We played together. We're best friends. We always will be. But uh, he's really good at it. He's good with the X's and O's. And although he stutters his way around sometimes, he's actually pretty good, good with it. Um, I've worked with Perry a long time. Excited to make him a weekly part of this. And for the first time ever, although I've known Pat for 17 years, uh, this will be the first time that we're able to get Pat DeMarco every single week talking ball. And that's that's what he's so good at. Pat DeMarco talking ball every week. Never been able to do that. Played in the NFL and and obviously working for the Gamecocks. So we're excited to have him every week too. Those guys, they're going to give you something you really won't be able to get anywhere else. And, and we're pretty confident in saying that. And um, like you just said, Phil, you know, we all bring something really good to the table here, but those guys make it better. And that's what it's about is uh, is doing what we need to do to make it the best for our audience. Y'all come here for Gamecock football coverage and baseball coverage and basketball coverage and Gamecock athletics, whatever. So we want to make sure we can do it the best way we can. And those guys are going to make sure that it takes it over the top. So we're really excited about that. But download the app, tell your friends and your neighbors and your families and your kids and your pets and whoever else. Um, it is absolutely free. You can download it to your tablet and your iPad and your phone, and uh, and you can take us anywhere with you. If you pull it up on your phone and you're driving down the road, you 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 can, you know, minimize it and um, click out so it connects to. But but you're listening just like radio. You don't have to have it open and watching and all that stuff. So we've been trying to make sure that they, there was a way to do that. So pretty excited. Yeah, it's good stuff. It's been a lot of late nights in this office. That's for sure. That's right. It's all driven by the fact that we know there's a lot of postal carriers out there. So, uh, yeah, we did this for you. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Uh, <laughs> yes. You, you, KFC, you can, uh, ask questions. Of course, there's a link there. It'll, it'll take, it'll connect you right with our, with our email, our mailbag account. And, uh, Phil will be able to pull it right up for the chat box. We're working on something a little bit different to connect to that. It, it's just, it just takes some time. Uh, but we're getting there. So, just hang in there. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, still, uh, still evolving. It'll it'll always be evolving. That's the thing about apps and things of that nature. It'll you know things. They we should be used to it now. Every app on our phone, you know, updates and things like that. So it'll happen in the background, well, and and you know, one day you'll be able to chat 
right directly on the show. And see you guys too in the chat box. Y'all, y'all probably are a, a small sliver of the audience, and because you're in the chat box every day, you don't have you're not really having the problem. Uh, some of you maybe that the, the others were with keeping YouTube open and all that. Maybe you're at your office or something, but make no mistake. We're working on that. You know, that's a, that's a nice part of our show. You guys have a lot of fun doing it. It's not going away. No. So, uh, no. so that's, that's the deal there. It is 1121. It's the final day of the hot month of July. The hot month of August, of course, will be here. Oh, I don't know. In about 12 hours and 39 minutes. But that also will usher in the start of preseason football practice for South Carolina and others across the country. The Gamecocks will hit the practice fields on Friday morning. John Whittle is due up here in just a little bit uh, with the launch of our network and our app today and the announcement of our uh, fall um, guest schedule. We'll also, of course, be talking about the football team. We just got the news before we came on that both Juice Wells and Spencer Rattler were named to the Maxwell Award watch list. And the finalists for that will be announced. I think it's on November the 13th, but uh, probably a couple of pretty good names to be there. Of course, it was a big weekend in recruiting, and we've got a whole section dedicated to that today. JC has the spur notes up on the bigspur.com that, by the way, you can access, of course, through the Chief Sports app. Um, and so we will get to a lot of that. Uh, it looks at this point in time, like a lot of good news coming out from the cookout this weekend. And uh, South Carolina, of course, picked up a commitment in Zymerian Lang, a wide receiver who will be coming in the 24 class. We'll make sure that JC gives us a full update on that as well. Plus, if you haven't been paying attention, there's a couple of other things going on in college football, right, guys? Big stories. Maybe the additional movement, in college athletics, when it comes to teams or programs like Florida State looking for another league to join. And then Miami, they sure have been throwing a bunch of NIL dollars around. That might not be the case anymore if things considering going, if things continue to go downhill for John Ruiz, Mr. Life Wallet, who apparently made $23 million last year, but somehow lost about $200 million. That can't be good. Wow. Uh, so we'll get to that coming up here in just a little bit as well. He's got money promised all kinds of athletes. Can, can I mention this too? He did, he, he did it to go five and seven and get blown out by Duke at home and Middle Tennessee State <laughs> and FSU and Pitt. So, so hey, it's all about the U, baby. Yeah, yeah, that's the Benjamins. right. Well, I, I, I think it also just goes to show you too, and. and you know, it's not like uh, Carolina Rise um, or, or or any of the other collectives out there, really, for that matter, have thrown the money around or that that this this guy is doing nil wise at Miami. But but it shows me something that I appreciate. Hard, you know, people are fans, right? And you've got blue collar, middle class people who are literally. Hey, okay, if we I know it's only 20 bucks, but $20 is a lot of money to people, especially in the, in a day and age where the dollar is less and worth less and less. And people are given 1801 JC and 21 to 21 or $20 or whatever it is 
to Carolina Rise, you know, trying to find a way to help do this. There's something to be said about that to me, that you've got this amazing group of people in the Palmetto State and elsewhere, but we're a Carolina show, so we're going to talk about you. And, hey, look, we're all trying to do the best that we can to help these these young men and women, you know, achieve their NIL goals and also at the same time help the University of South Carolina's athletics department achieve its. And then you go down to Coral Gables and you got a guy who, at least on the surface, appeared to be worth billions of dollars and he's just going to throw it around. And while Miami did get to the Final Four in men's basketball and hats off to them, outside of that, their athletics department literally has done nothing. So, you know, there's something to be said for good, hardworking people like a lot of the ones that are in our program watching and listening to us every day, donating their money and their time and the things that it takes to help continue to build a program in this new world we're living in versus a guy down there who's just tossing it around and now might be going to prison because apparently he's been tossing it places he probably shouldn't be. Yeah, two, two completely different business models on uh, on how to do the NIL thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, you got the strength and numbers concept that Carolina Rise uses, I think. You know, it actually puts the fans, like you said, JB, right in touch with the players to make direct impact on these guys' lives. That's the other thing that can't go understated is that, you know, it's like these guys have needs and, and things arise in their lives just as much as they do in ours. Uh, they are not exempt from that just because they play football. But you've got these different types of schools down there. Miami, Texas A&M is another one where it was like, you've got these massive dollar donors that can put it up, but it just goes to show you that something that you hear on JC and Morgan and will I'm sure continue to be on JC and Morgan is ain't no money like oil money. <laughs> you don't hear this I at mean, A&M. <laughs> that's why. Yeah. And you know, the two, the two biggest, yeah, spenders, I guess the first year this happened with Ray and them in Miami, and they both. I think A and M kind of took a look at it and went, "Hey, y'all, <laughs> yeehaw!" Number one, mm-hmm. number two, let's back off a little bit on this budget this year. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, gas prices are. I mean, I, I'm. And he's wiping his tears with hundred dollar bills. I'm just so sad. My Aggies went five and seven after we spent all that money, and he blows his nose in the twenty, and, and you know, but. Uh, Notice they didn't they didn't repeat they didn't have a repeat performance and I, I think part of no. it was I think part of it is there's some people sniffing around you know down there uh, Miami is brazenly out there because of this Ruiz guy he was the most distasteful person involved in all of NIL yeah uh, and yeah. To, to, to look at what he's done and his business I look at his business model I'm like. You almost have to be a crazy glue sniffer to come up with a business model like that. Okay, so we're going to sue insurance companies, right? And go after, as a collection agent, not sue them, but legally go after insurance companies when their company should have paid the claim, but another company did. Right. And I'm like, you know, I mean, my fiance is an underwriter, so I know a little bit about this business. That's just crazy. I mean, yeah, it's just I, like, hey, more. you know, I'm like, hey, you know. It took, it took me a lot to digest what they were. I, 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 I thought it was sit totally on it for a while. Yeah. Life yeah. wallet. And so I'm just like. Well, know, life, well, life wallet sounds like an investment firm or something. You know, it's not. It's yeah. It, 
it I didn't it make like any nutritional sense. supplements or something. I, honestly, I did life wallet. Yeah. I mean, what? I'm with and, you. and this guy apparently has a long track record of failing at business and things like that. And I'm like, wow, you know, and his stock was like $10 a share when it opened. It's worth a nickel now. Yeah. Is it, a, is a, it nickel. a nickel? Wow. A nickel per mm-hmm. share. Maybe I, I'm going to take $10 and buy a bunch of like. It's time to buy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, uh, yeah. See if it comes Howard mentions he, he must have gotten tired of bad dudes in the ESPN story. Hey, you know what? The, the, U, the U used to have like this bad boy image. And they, you know why that was so effective? Because they won. They won. Right. And now they they talk more crap than anybody and all this other stuff. And they've been in the the ACC, which at the very best is fourth out of fifth in Power Five, probably fifth out of fifth because top to bottom, you're not convincing me the Pac-12 is in a better league. Fifth out of fifth, five out of five, right? They've been in that league since 05. They've won one division title where they promptly went and played Clemson and, and not a great Clemson team either, the Kelly Bryant Clemson team. And got smacked 38-3 in the championship game. Yet it's all about the U, isn't it? Yeah, oh, we're recruiting this way and all that. So um, I'm just like, you know, whatever. And, and look, they bought a Final Four for men's basketball. Men's basketball is different. And, t- and having a coach like Jim Laranega that can is a wily veteran and mesh guys together, that's a big difference. But that's 13 guys. You can't pay 85 butt guys. And, and you can't pay freshmen. To go to Miami, what what are, what are you guys gonna do on South Beach with the when you're driving a Ferrari with your NIL money? Yeah, yeah. I'm I, thinking I, I'm in no, damn I, Miami Vice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's a it's 11:30. I know that we got to hit a timeout. John Whittle is due up next. We're built by the Barndo Co. and we are powered by Electric Bikes of Charleston. Inside the Gamecocks, the show. Now part of the Chief Sports Network. We'll be right back. Welcome home. That's what the Gamecocks say. And so does the Barndo Company, where they can build your dream home starting as low as $160 per square foot. If you live in the Carolinas, Georgia, or Tennessee, their turnkey process takes just four to six months on average and can be custom designed by size and details. Make your dream a reality. Visit thebarndominiumco.com. That's thebarndominiumco.com. The Barn Doe Company. Gamecock. Owned and operated. Welcome to TravelingCountryClub.com, your modern golf club experience. Hey folks, this is Michael Manis, former Gamecock golfer, inviting you to play more golf with a membership to TravelingCountryClub.com. With over 40 courses across the Carolinas, our membership provides you with an affordable way to enjoy a club-like golf experience. From the mountains to the coast, we offer golf courses that will challenge all types of golfers, no matter your handicap level or level of play. Plus, we offer unique membership benefits not seen anywhere else as part of Traveling Country Club. Tee it up with Traveling Country Club, TravelingCountryClub.com, TravelingCountryClub.com, proud partners of Inside the Gamecocks, the show. Hey everybody, this is Mo Copper from Carolina Football. 
The show is painted garden and black every day by a couple of painters. Go to letmepaintsomething.com to check them out. Go Cox. 10% off for military repeat customers or mention the show. Interior, exterior painting, fencing, cabinet staining, concrete painting, popcorn ceiling removal, and more. 803-522-6832. Letmepaintsomething.com. There you are, Phil. Sorry, man. I talked yeah. to you. <laughs> no, you're good. I was going to give it a little a couple seconds. That's all right. Welcome back, everybody. Inside the Gamecocks, the show, now part of the Chief Sports Network. Download the app on Google Play and inside the Apple App Store. Rate us five stars. Give us a review. That will help us get the word out. And we are joined now on the McKellar Enterprises guest line by none other than John Whittle of TheBigSpur.com. John, I apologize for misspelling your name in the description of the uh show this morning you probably didn't catch that but it's there and i oh, saw it yeah. and it, it's it's hurting it's hurting me inside oh by the way everybody the links to download the app for both google and apple are in the description of the uh show today so you can find them there perfect yeah. john look at the hat what before we start, before we know, start like i've got to ask a question to you guys nice john Chief, the chief app, did was that out there first, or did y'all create it and name it? We created it and named it. Yes. Yeah, is it named after a chief's restaurant in Spartanburg? No. In my heart, it is. That's I was right. going to say because <laughs> you know, one of one of the first things we ever did uh, with, with the Big Spur was take a road trip to Kentucky, and JC was JC was there and was on it. And uh, I, we, we had there was more than just JC and I and I won't say who it was, but there was somebody in the car who had to stop for bathroom breaks like every hour. And so we stopped for a bathroom break and then we stopped at Chiefs for for lunch and we weren't past Spartanburg and we had already been gone from Columbia for like three and a half hours <laughs> before we actually started going to Kentucky. I'm like. You know, if this is if this is the way all our road trips are going to go, I'm not sure I can do that. <laughs> I like efficiency. <laughs> and go, going about 60 miles in about three and a half hours wasn't going to work. But that, was, that was my first experience with Chiefs, Great Wings. But uh, I, I thought the app might be named after that, so I had to double check. No, it's not. No. But that's is a, there that, still a chief in Spartanburg? I don't no, know. There's one in Greenville. Uh, it's gone. I, it, uh, I hate it. I hate it. I, yeah. I love you to go up, Chiefs. It's delicious. I'll let JC tell the, tell the other Kentucky road trip story some other time about how we ended <laughs> yeah. up on a ferry. But that's coming that's back. Another we got lost. Day. Yeah, we're going through rural Le- outside of Lexington somewhere. Amazingly, John asked me about it the other day, and I found it on the map. Uh, because there's not that many ferries that take you across a creek. And we, we ended up getting lost because the person we were with had a, had a Lexus, nice car, but the, the GPS of the Lexus 
it may have been speaking Japanese. I, I have no idea because we, we had to circle the stadium when we got there. I mean, it was ridiculous. And uh, it got us turned around and we're going over this ferry, over the, this back road. And <laughs> the ferry took there us. There aren't many ferries anymore because they're bridges. No, like, like, with a, like with a coxman out there rowing the ferry, you know, and we, uh, well, never, I'll never forget that. But that was, uh, that was 08 Kentucky. That was the Captain Munnerland. He had a really big, and Stephen Garcia came off the bench and led the Gamecocks to a win over the Wildcats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chiefs of Spartanburg is closed. Yeah, because I was in Spartanburg in February, and it is shut down, man. It's very good. And my brother used to go day drinking at, at Chiefs in Greenville. <laughs> we all get there about one o'clock in the afternoon. Old Sherb, Sherb <laughs> the second. He's in the, I'm the first. He's the second. He's in there, but he's not flying, you know, just having a blast one o'clock during the day. Everything for five minutes, yeah. but yeah, I, I don't know where his life's at now that they've closed. I need to, I need to actually check on him, see how he's doing. <laughs> What's up, dude? Uh, any, anything else or should we move on or do y'all want to? Let, let's just move on. Oh, okay. I, I just want to make sure. I'm, I'm uh, I, I said no. He had to whittle. I don't know when, and I didn't expect him to wear it today. So I'm like, "Wow, he wore it." Yeah. Well, I certainly appreciate that, John. That's very it's thoughtful of you and the chief app. That's right. Tell tell your friends, family, and pets because we uh, we need them all. Um, John, you just posted not long ago a column on the BigSpur.com. Three questions about Luke Doty, and I think that this is something that needs to be talked about. Luke Doty, a guy who's been here a while. People forget how long he's actually been around. This is his fourth season coming up for Gamecock football. And, and I mean, I'd really have to do my research, so I don't want to make an incorrect statement here. But if there are others out there that have a fourth-year quarterback as their backup, it's probably not many. And we all know, you better knock on wood, but we all know it is always possible that, you know, the starter might come out here and there. He might get get an ankle twisted up, whatever it is. What have you learned about Luke Doty, especially now under – we've asked the questions about Dowell and Spencer. Not a lot of people have asked the questions about uh, Dowell and Luke. What have you learned? Yeah, well, he, he came in in the, in the same class, I think, as Jadavian Clowney. Um, so they're, they're like both it. kind of along the same timeline. But Luke's, Luke's still got <laughs> two more years of eligibility left. But, you know, no, it's – um, you know, the, the conversation came up – you know, just about there's been so much offseason hype about Lenora Sellers and should be there. There's been a, uh, he, he's been great. He, he's been great over there. Hard worker uh, fits in well in that quarterback room from a, from a work ethic standpoint, from 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 uh, any, any kind of standpoint you, you could want. But, you know, with with how much praise he's gotten, well, you know, is, is Luke still the guy back there behind Spencer Rattler? And, and Dowell basically said, yeah, yeah, he is. But Lenoris is going to have an opportunity to compete. And, and same with same with Tanner Bailey and Colton Gauthier. Uh, but but yeah, that, that's how the initial conversation came up. And and uh, but, you know, at the end of the day, like he, he's a little bit different quarterback than, than Spencer is talk, talking about Luke. So, you know, things change a little bit, you know, if he has to go in there from from a play calling standpoint and, and how you want to run the offense, the identity of the offense takes on a little bit of a different form, but you know, Luke's also a guy who's who's extremely athletic, one of the best athletes on the team. And you know, Dowell didn't rule out potentially potentially using him in, in some other ways as well. 
he's an outstanding teammate, John. Um, he he has. You think about what he's been through for a second, right? And, and when I say what he's been through, I don't mean like necessarily from a health standpoint. I mean just from the fact that he was highly regarded as a quarterback coming in, a local kid out of Myrtle Beach, uh, in-state prospect. Everybody knew his name. Everybody was excited to see him play. Um, he kind of really got thrown into the fire, didn't he, back in 2020. It was a debacle of a year during COVID and all of that, the 10-game SEC schedule. Uh, Coach Muschamp, they, we knew, was on the was towing the line going into the season. You had a new offensive coordinator. I mean, it was just a train wreck for this guy to walk into and not one time, and I've got this on really good authority, has he ever even thought or considered transferring. And he's had multiple major programs, including others close to South Carolina, reach out and gauge his, you know, the potential that he may consider transferring. And he hasn't wavered. He said, I'm a Gamecock. I want to go to South Carolina. I want to get my degree. I want to play here. We've heard that about to carry on Joiner as well. A lot of people don't know that necessarily about Luke Doty, but they need to. Um, so I, I think that if he gets in the game, I mean, you know, you get that feeling at some point in time he's going to come in and he's going to do something special and he's going to have that joiner type moment. We'll, we'll see. But he certainly has an impact on this team, regardless of whether he's on the field or off of it with Rattler in there now. Yeah, absolutely. And that was another point that that uh, Dowell made when, when I was talking with him is, is uh, Luke is a great leader. But he walks the line really well on stepping on Spencer Rattler's toes. Like, obviously, QB1, you know, has has kind of the greatest say and greatest influence over the offense. That's just that's just the way it is, both from a leadership standpoint and, a, and an on-field, you know, orchestration of the offense standpoint. And, you know, and Luke's, Luke's served well is, is the number two. And he's walked that line really well in terms of deferring to Spencer and some of the things that he does, but also leading with, with the, the, the way that, that he does as well. So, you know, Luke is, Luke has been a tremendous Gamecock in terms of doing what he's been asked to do, whether it was, you know, go play on special teams or, or, or what have you go in there in the 2020 season. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm just, I wonder how things would be different for for Luke if he hadn't had that foot injury back in in 21. I guess it was when he was you know the clear cut starter and then had that foot injury that he just couldn't ever recover from. And as he pushed himself back so quickly, and I just don't think he ever healed quite right that season. And you know when you take away that speed and that explosiveness from him, like he's a completely different player. So you know a 100% Luke Doty, I, I I know is a much better player that next season. Um, than than what he was, so it, it would have just been interesting to see how his career evolved if if not for that foot injury. But that's that's part of sports, and you know he's he's doing he's serving in his role as he should, and uh, and and certainly seems like he's he's you know embraced where he is, but is all, always ready to take that next step. Collectively, you brought up yeah. Oh, yeah. I was going to say yeah. you know JB. Yeah. No, I'm I'm glad you brought up Joiner because in my mind I've always kind of figured you know Luke to be you know, kind of in that vein, you know, just Gamecock through and through. I mean, he's been willing to do whatever. Uh, and then he's just, like y'all said, been hampered by injuries. But is that, I mean, that's the feel is that, I guess, around the program is, and and what fans should feel, John, is like Luke is, you know, kind of the same kind of 
character, if you will, as to carry on Joiner when it comes to the way we view them. Yeah, I, absolutely. And and uh, th- those two guys are, are as good as it gets, uh, you know, from, from an all-field standpoint. You know, they, they do what they're supposed to do in terms of classroom, in terms of leadership, community service, off the field. I mean, every, everything everything they do, those two guys is all class. And, you know, there, there are a lot of folks who uh, on that team who, who are in, in similar conversation. But at the end of the day, I think those two guys are probably heading – uh, or, or pro- probably stand out among the rest in terms of in terms of how they carry themselves and and uh, you know what they do away from the field. How about collectively that that quarterback room? What have you learned about? Oh, we we've heard a ton about Spencer and Dowell has been asked a ton about Spencer, but I mean Tanner Bailey is in there and and you got Colton Gauthier in there and and we just talked about Luke and and obviously Lenora Sellers. What have you learned collectively? Collectively about their relationship with their new offensive coordinator or have you learned anything? Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's cer- certainly very strong. I, I know that Dowell Loggins is, has gone the extra mile in terms of trying to get to know not only the quarterback room, but every, everybody on offense. He spent a lot of time around here this summer and as much time as he could around, around the, uh, the weight room and workout facility and meeting with his guys and, and so forth to, to build that relationship and find out what makes them tick you know, not only on the field, but off the field, you know, he's trying to figure out those guys in terms of, in terms of how to best manage them, uh, you know, when they're out on the practice field and, and on game days, but, but also figure out by, or by doing so, uh, how, how, how they react to situations away from the field too. So, you know, he's trying to get to, to learn them personally and has spent a lot of time and effort uh, to, to do that. And, you know, he's, he's, he's building that relationship with those guys. So he, he knows how to best handle, handle fall or preseason camp. And, and uh, you know, that, that opener against North Carolina. John, it seemed like for the birdies of Beamer, by the way, John went to the birdies. You, you went to the birdies, birdies of Beamer. Oh yeah. I, I was there yeah. hanging out. Yeah. Uh, Hale, Hale and Alex played. I, I didn't, I didn't get out there and swing the sticks. It was uh, ah. two, two people per two people per website. And, you know, I being the nice guy that I am, I, I let Alex and, and Hale take, take the swings. I just went and talked <laughs> and did all the work. Is that because they're better golfers than you, John? Did you just dress that up? Uh, I don't, know, I don't, I don't know that for sure. I, I, I don't know that for sure. Um, but <laughs> If they're better, it ain't by much. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. John's pretty good golfer. He, 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 I would not get on the course with him right right now. I wouldn't get on the course with anybody really. <laughs> That's just wouldn't do it. Um, I'm a good so John, when we compare when we compare me to JC. Yeah, yeah, he's no Tiger Woods. It's not relative. To me. No comparison. He's Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods. But uh, Tiger will. Look, so yeah. one of the things I, I noticed in, in going back reading all the content uh, that kind of got lost because it was a, you know, people get stuck on these topics uh, through the weekend or whatever, but Clayton White talking about his linebackers, did, did that surprise you? I mean, he, he was kind of like, hey, those other guys that just left, they were good and all, but these guys are going to be great. Um, almost giddy. Uh, I know Clayton's a positive guy and all that, but, you know, to me, that that I think we all think they'll be improved, but to me that was that was something positive that maybe wasn't talked about a whole lot. Yeah, and I, and I I agree with you. It took me a little off guard at, at, at how highly he spoke of those guys, and I, I I don't you know Sherrod Green and Brad Johnson. I mean they they did everything they they could for the program, 
Um, but they, they were limited, in my opinion, in, in what they could do athletically. And, you know, their style is a little bit different than, you know, what some of these guys at South Carolina has has on the roster right now. Now, you know, Sherrod and Brad had a had a pretty good idea of what to do and, and, and how to do it. They just didn't always execute. So maybe you might have some growing pains with these guys. But, you know, to me, that linebacker position could could be significantly upgraded just because of the uh, the skill set that's that's there now between you know whether you look at, at Mo Caba or or Devo Williams or Stone Blanton or Bam Scott or you know Grayson Howard Grayson Howard Jerron Willis I mean that's that's six guys right there who who uh, pretty darn good so mm-hmm. you know I, I feel like I feel like the linebacker uh, position while you may be lacking some experience in terms of like on-field SEC playing time. Like the 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 talent level there is the ceiling. This the ceiling is just so much higher for for those guys. And you know you you get those guys out on the field and playing some ball and you know see how they react. Like it it, it could be so much better this off season or this season than it was last season. Yeah, I was surprised he mentioned. You know, Bam Martin Scott's been one of these guys since he's been here. Uh, and keep in mind, he was a highly touted JUCO that actually kind of reclassified. So Carolina was able to get him in in 2021. He was originally not supposed to be out until 22, 22, uh, and had loads of big time offers for that class. Um, you know, he, I've, I've heard really good in practice when he gets in the game in garbage time, he makes some things happen because he's naturally talented, but the light hadn't come on yet. So he mentioned Bam and did not mention Mo. Because Mo, he, he said later, he's asked about Mo. He's like, well, we're going to bring him along slowly because he was injured. Uh, but mentioned Bam in that top four. You know, mm-hmm. what, what do you think about that? Could could we be seeing another, like, Jalen Foster situation where this guy saves – and Darius Rush, for that matter, saves his best for last. And we, we see the elusive Bam Martin Scott, the pride of Fort Wayne, Indiana, get out there and rock and roll this year. Fort Wayne, Indiana, huh? Very nice. Yeah, no, he's I- – yeah, He's from Fort Wayne, Indiana. Crazy enough, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I I think there's certainly potential in that. You know, very rarely are, are guys like Jalen Scott project, or, or, or excuse me, uh, Jalen Foster, you know, projected to be that going into a season. But so, I mean, that that would be that would be super beneficial to to South Carolina for him to put up a season anywhere anywhere close to that. But I mean, the the kid's athletic and can fly around, and he'll hit some people. He's when he's been out there, he's he's shown the ability to make a couple of big plays here and there. So, so I mean, why why not? Like it's it's about knowing where you're running around to. Like I don't think that that's always been necessarily his strong suit about you know being all being in the right spot at the right time. But you know the dude can fly around a little bit, and and uh, you know he, he can go out there and, and certainly make some plays. And you know with Mo Kaba, like I guess we'll have to see what he looks like on the practice field this August, right? Like. You know, this time last year we were talking about how he could be an all SEC caliber linebacker. And I know it's less than a year off of that ACL surgery. And, you know, you you usually want to uh, take a year to feel good about where things are. And there's some mental hur- hurdles to overcome. But but that that dude's good. And, and you know, by the end of the by the end of the year, I think we're going to be talking about Mo Cabo playing great football, too, even if even if we're maybe not necessarily talking so much about him right now. John, I want to ask you about the offensive line. You had a chance to speak with Lonnie Teasley last week. What did he tell you? 
Uh, a lot. You know, there's 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 some comfort in in having guys who are older and have started in the SEC and started at different positions. They've got some versatility over there. You know, I, obviously it's never ideal to to uh, lose your starting left tackle like they did for Jalen Nichols. You know, he, he'll he'll be out for the year. I I can't imagine him him coming back and, and playing at the end of the year like some folks have, have sort of alluded to. It, it just doesn't make sense in my mind. But uh, but but South Carolina's got to figure out that left tackle position, and they've got you know a, a, a few options over there. Um, but there's there there's depth and numbers to work with, and, and the recruiting class uh, is really good this year. Those those four guys coming in, uh, they're really high on them. Uh, Tree Babalade is uh, certainly yeah. going to uh, get a look over there at that left tackle spot. You know, along with uh, along with the, the Charlotte transfer Jackson and and. Uh, I, I feel I feel good about them being able to piece some things together. Uh, Teasley and Greg Atkins, who's still on staff, work really well together. Uh, they're they're in lockstep with one another. I, I feel quite confident that they're going to be able to to make some decisions over the course of of preseason practice and and uh, figure out where where guys perform best. So um, you know that that's the biggest deal about the offensive line right now is you've got some talented dudes, uh, some guys who have been good here and there, maybe haven't been as, as consistent. Uh, but, you know, it's, it's about figuring out uh, where guys perform best and, and getting them in the right spot. That's – am I missing something? JC, maybe you've heard something. Um, Phil, I don't know that we've talked about it a ton around here. That's really the first time that I've heard Big Tree's name come up as, as, as far as – um, potentially being a, a contributor this season. I, I'm not saying that he couldn't have been or that they weren't high on him or anything like that. I, I just know that they've they've been, or at least I, from what I understand, they've been focused on some other guys. But Lonnie Teasley specifically said his name to you. And and so that that's really interesting to me, John, uh, because we know he's a big dude. That's why they brought him in to be a tackle. We, we get it. But uh, that's really the first time that I've heard anything significant coming from the coaching staffs calling him out and saying, "Yeah, yeah, you know, we we feel pretty good about this cat." Yeah, well, I, I talked to I talked to uh, Lonnie and and uh, Dow Loggins about those freshman offensive linemen, and both of them said, "Hey, these these four guys are, are incredibly talented, and we've got to figure out during preseason camp, you know, exactly what we have in those guys because we're counting on these freshmen to be able to play a role, and that doesn't mean that." that tree is going to be starting left tackle, you know, come North Carolina, but, you know, he might be one of those guys. And, and same with, you know, Mark, Marky Anderson, who can go, I always want to call him Marquee Hall. If y'all remember that deep, big defense. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, <laughs> so I, I'm going to mess yeah. that up someday. I'm just going to go ahead and uh, apologize in advance. Uh, but, but Marky Anderson, you know, Trevon Brawl, uh, like there, there are guys in, in Jatavia Shivers, like they like those guys tremendously. And, you know, it's, it's, it's very difficult for, as we know, I'm not breaking any news for, for true freshman offensive line to, to come in and play in the SEC. But, you know, Dylan Wanham is a guy who who got some snaps here and there, at right tackle as a freshman. And then after the bye week, after that, you know, uh, that sixth game, I think it was going into the seventh game, um, I think gets Tennessee after a bye week. He went out there and started the rest of the season and played well. So, you know, mm-hmm. I, I think that it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me a bit. If, if one of those freshmen, 
you know, got into the mix a little bit early on in the season and played a little bit and, and, and showed that they were talented enough to, to go out there and compete in a much bigger role. John, with practice beginning on Friday, what will you, the first seven periods are open to the media. What will you be watching? A bunch of stretching, probably. <laughs> you can't say that's not the answer. You got to come up with another answer. <laughs> well, um, that's, I mean, the answer I gave you is, is, is probably what we will be seeing most. But, you know, you, you want, like, you, you want to see the guys who are supposed to make the biggest steps, see what they look like out, out there, you know, whether, uh, you, you want to see a guy, you know, maybe coming off of injury like a Jordan Strong or Mo Kaba, how, how they're moving around. Uh, you want to see a guy like maybe an Eddie Lewis, how, how he goes out there and runs around and, and how he moves. Obviously, you want to see Spencer Rattler, but you want to see the freshman too. Like, I want to get my eyes on Nick Harbour. Um, you know, we know he's fast, and I want to see that. Uh, I, I want to see him run a little bit, but, you know, I, I want to see him – uh, catch the ball too. See how fluid and how natural it is, and 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 some things like that. So, uh, you know, there there's there there's only so much that you have um, the the amount of time to see. Uh, there's also only so much that they'll let you see. Uh, I remember I, I remember under Will Muschamp when they had practices open for for four or five years, however long it was. I blocked a lot of that out of my mind, but we never saw a pass across the line of scrimmage. So, you know, we, it, we, we, never, we never saw a downfield. After his first season, he, he showed us some things his first spring practice. After, uh, after that first spring practice, we, we never saw a pass across the line of scrimmage. So it was hard to learn a whole heck of a lot. But He, uh, opened, he did open one scrimmage his first year. Yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah. I think he thought, you know, he knew his team was just so bad that it didn't want to go to Mac. We're not sticking our face in the fan and liking it enough, so we'll probably win three. But yeah, yeah. And then after that, he shut everything completely down. I mean, it was it's like North Korea, kind of in a way for for y'all for, for the media, yeah, for the media. So. Well, Kim Jong make make sure uh, make sure you include. Uh, the stretching resume uh, regimen on Friday in your practice notes, uh, so we can read those on the show when we cut cut the yeah. mics on. Okay, is that cool? Yeah, I'll, we'll, we'll we'll do everything we can to provide y'all with as much insight <laughs> as possible. Okay, we, we, you, you bend over and I'll show you. Yeah, <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> All right, man. Have a wonderful week. At least you get to start covering practice. It's it's finally arrived and it won't be gone until next year. Uh, so we got we got plenty to get to. That's for sure. Thanks as always, John. Good the hat looks good. Good Lord willing, it won't be done until next year. I don't want to spend another bowl season at home. I've done that a little too much. So, so yeah, that's uh, good yes, point. yes. Um, we're 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 hoping next year sometimes. But I appreciate y'all having me. Nice hat looks Thanks, good. John. That's right. Looks, looking good. There you go, John Whittle, the best of the best with the Big Spur dot com. Inside the Gamecocks, the show, live from the Sinorama Studios and painted garnet and black by a couple of painters, now a part of the all-new Chief Sports Network. Make sure you download the Chief Sports app in your phones. If you've just tuned in, that was our news at the top of 
programming today at 11 o'clock. The Chief Sports Network and the Chief Sports app all in one spot. Download it now. Hang tight. Hour two coming up. The preferred sign partner of Gamecock Athletics is Signorama Columbia, and they should be yours too. A full-service sign company that handles design, production, install, and service, Signorama Columbia has helped to bring to life the perfect vision for so many all across South Carolina. Owned and operated by proud Gamecock alumni, they can handle all types of signage, including interior and exterior, vehicle graphics, and more. Go to Signorama.com and find the West Columbia location or call them at 803-407-9284. Bring your brand to life with Signorama. Columbia and go Charleston Fitness Equipment is keeping South Carolina in shape. Clients have come from all over the Palmetto State to find that one piece of equipment that they enjoy that keeps them looking and feeling good. Whether it's a home rower, treadmill, elliptical, free weights, a home gym, or something else, Charleston Fitness Equipment keeps the mirror smiling back at you. Get in shape like the Gamecocks do. Visit charlestonfitnessequipment.com. Gamecock owned and operated and proud partners of Inside the Gamecocks, the show. If you're in the real estate market in the low country or even in the Midlands, please contact me, JB, with Coast to Coast Realty SC. You hear me and see me every day here on Inside the Gamecocks, and it would be an honor to earn your business. I've been around real estate my entire life as it's somewhat of a family business. I work with an elite team of experts from loans to insurance to closing, and they make my clients and my life very easy. It really is elite. CoastToCoastRealtySC.com is where you can find our staff, and you can always reach out to me here as well. Go Gamecocks. Cool Joe here, and when I'm not eating average jambalaya or celebrating endless summer in Destin, I like to eat pimento cheese straight off the bucket. Mmm. And the only pimento cheese I like to eat is from Nana's Porch. It's award-winning. It'll melt in your mouth. It's good on a cracker. It's good in a bowl. It's good on a piece of bread. Also, don't forget, Nana's Porch has a hell of a food truck. It's award-winning as well, and they're here for all of your catering needs. So get online, nanasporch.com. It's mm-mm good. Coach O, signing off. In the summer, go Tiger. Just as your State Farm agent combines good neighbor service with surprisingly great rates, you can combine your home, auto, life, or small business insurance with Tony Pope's State Farm Insurance today. And guess what you'll get? That's right, even more good neighbor service with surprisingly great rates. In fact, Tony Pope State Farm is your go-to agent anywhere in South Carolina, North Carolina, or Georgia for the service you deserve at the price you want. So try combining your home, life, auto, and or small business insurance today. Tony Pope State Farm has been in business for more than 30 years and can handle anything you need in the tri-state area. Once again, Tony Pope State Farm will help you mix and match perfectly. Call 843-851-2222 or visit TonyPope.com today. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Nana's Porch, nanasporch.com. At Nana's Porch, they cater weddings, parties, and all kinds of special events. Their meals are served buffet style. In seconds, they're encouraged. Plus, they can bring their mobile food units to bring on-site and serve your guests as a unique alternative for your catering needs. Inquire about rentals as well. Nana'sPorch.com. Find them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. 
welcome back, everybody. Inside the Gamecocks, the show. Second hour of the show here for you at 12.05 p.m. Don't forget, big announcement today was we created a sports network. <laughs> this is essentially what happened, which is going to be interesting. Starts off inside the Gamecocks, JC and Morgan. The two anchor properties for the Chief Sports Network. Don't forget, head to the Google Play or the Apple App Store, and you can download the app. You'll be able to watch and listen to the show while you're out and about without having to go through having YouTube pulled up all the time. It will run in the background, play through your Bluetooth in the car while you do other things on your phone or while you do things on your phone at the house. We're really excited about this. We will be adding more programming to it as well. It's not just going to be solely Gamecock focused. There will be other things. We got high school sports as a part of it. There's all sorts of ideas we've kicked around with this. Uh, but man, yeah, it's this is exciting. This is an exciting day for us. And, and we're all happy that y'all have taken to it so so well that we've gotten a ton of downloads since we even announced it this morning. Yeah, it's, guys, it's, it's just nuts. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's really, I don't even know. It's amazing. Uh, it's, it's flattering. It's, it's flattering. And yeah. and and again, I can't. You know, I, I uh, completely second what JC said. JB, we appreciate all the work. I mean, this has been a a labor of love for you, and uh, you have done the majority of the work on this, and and we really appreciate it, man. You you deserve a ton of credit. Absolutely, here. absolutely. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I, I'm I'm fired up about it. We've got the retweets going for it it's all over twitter i think 100 downloads right away is pretty stellar <laughs> um, uh, yeah it's well over that I'm, now i'm pretty happy about those numbers and, and that's the deal with an app you got to do uh numbers and then mike morgan's coming on permanently uh two days a week with us and then we'll also have jc morgan uh with our movie reviews and excellent guests and college football talk that's a different show, but certainly one I enjoy doing. We've done that one for years. I mean, we, we started that at the same time. I started with Keith doing a podcast in 2016, right before Muschamp started. So it's been a while, and that thing's growing, and we obviously have a great audience. And Like I said, I couldn't ask for better people to work with. Uh, and I told myself a long time ago, one of my bosses uh, – my mentor, actually, he, he started several companies. You guys probably know who he is, but I won't quote him directly. Um, when he started his last venture, he mentioned, I'm not going into business with anybody I don't trust anymore. I'm not starting anything uh, about anything I'm not completely passionate about. Uh, and I'm going to work with people that not only do I consider trustworthy and good workers, uh, but people I consider my friends. And that stuck with me because here's a guy that's a multimillionaire. Uh, and look, I've made some great deals over the years. You know, I didn't know Whittle when he started working with us. Uh, barely knew Tony, you know, barely knew, didn't know Hale at all. I thought he was a Clemson fan until he quit working for them, <laughs> uh, for their website, you know. Uh, I knew his dad. I knew who his dad was. But um, I, I've been fortunate. But at, at this age, you know, it, it's kind of act two in my career and my life. And, and there's some things I, I, I very, very – big stipulations I had before I get involved with anything. Um, and, and I think that anytime you, you launch something and you know that you've been true to yourself with that uh, and you know, you're working with great people, it makes it even sweeter 
uh, at the beginning and probably much sweeter at the end in the middle. So there we go. That's uh, that's my little speech there. I, I started off both uh, both uh, hours with a monologue here. Hmm. No, it's all right. Yeah, no, it's uh, it. Hey, that's, we kind of knew that was coming today. I mean, it's look, we've been doing this for six months trying to figure out how to get all this launched. So, you know, we I, I don't. um I don't ever sit around and pat ourselves on the back or it's not about us. I try to tell people that all the time. I'm like, you know, these, there's a lot of people that get into media and they, and they can't wait to tell you everything they know. And you know, they, you know, well, let me tell you what I think they should do at quarterback. Well, you've never played quarterback. So shut the, you know, what up, you, you, you know, why don't you bring on a guy that does know? Um, and you know, there's a lot of people that do a lot of things. It's just self-serving. This is probably one of the few times that, you know, we will be able to really take a chance and say, Hey, you know what? We did a pretty good job because, you know, it's been a lot of time away from my kids at night. You know, they're my wife's putting them to bed and I'm up here working on stuff. I'm trying to figure it out. Y'all doing the same thing. And so, yeah, we'll, we'll gloat a little bit, but you know, now it's up to the rest of you to tell people about this and just understand that it's nowhere near like done. Sure, you've got an easier way to watch and listen to us, and you can go check scores, and you can support all of our partners there, and you can contact us. If somebody owns a business, they want to contact us about growing their business through us. All you got to do is ask the people to work with us now at work. Um, and all those type things, you can do all that there and so much more. You can get to the big spur there. Literally, you get everybody asks about a 24-7 sports app. Well, guess what? You got one now. Uh, if, you're, if, you're on, if you're on the big spur, there's your app. Pull it right up. You log in, it's there. Carolina Rise, you can go, all that stuff. So, you know, and I'm, and to be honest with you, I'm just as excited about our, our good buddies carrying us through football season. Pat DeMarco, Perry Orth, and Michael Flint. You know, that's going to be, those are the guys that are going to tell you every week what they're seeing on the field. I mean, you can't get better than that. So I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm fired up about those. I mean, all three are yes, three of my favorite people on earth. And, uh, love listening to them and, and all that good stuff. Um, so, yeah. So, hey, if you're having trouble with the app, one thing I did, and I'm on iPhone, so I don't know if you're on Android or iPhone because that makes a difference. Uh, when you pull it up, there is an app. There's a Barno Co. Uh, screen that comes up. You, you got to give that about three-ish seconds, and it, it goes away, or it's even you can wipe it away. Sometimes it takes a little while. So if you're having trouble, like AJ said he was having trouble getting it to work. Um, I don't know if that's your specific problem, but um, uh, just let us know because there will be some troubleshooting a lot. Sometimes it depends on your device, too, if you haven't upgraded to the latest iOS or, or, or Android operating system. Sometimes apps will not work as well. I know I've, I've been dealing with uh, one particular app that's a partner with Carolina Rise, and it's like uh, if you don't update right away, it, it kind of – it doesn't work. So <laughs> I've learned that the hard way. Uh, so anyway, uh, you want to talk some recruiting now? Yeah, it's uh, yeah. Carolina. Carolina picks up uh, Zymerian Lang this weekend. So update us on that, JC, and and uh, update us on the cookout. All returns seem to be pretty good. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, before I do that, I want to mention Chancel Construction and Conway. Uh, commercial contractors do a lot like Titan does out of Virginia. Uh, that's one of our sponsors. One of which is uh, Mackenzie Jordan, huge Gamecock, uh, yeah. very good to Carolina Rise. Where I was 100 business member, a new one. Uh, certainly had a great talk with him the other day. His daughter uh, is a dancer. Is hoping to be, uh, I think, a coquette or a member of the 
the Gamecock Carolina girls dance team and, and certainly wish her all the best. So shout out to McKenzie Chancel Construction down in Myrtle Beach. Um, Zamarian Lang. Uh, so from Palmetto, Florida, where Joe Hills is from, but going to play a senior year at Cardinal Mooney in Sarasota. Cardinal Mooney is a much bigger school uh, and play, play much tougher competition within the state of Florida. Uh, I, I think this is the type of guy, if you're South Carolina, uh, you need to be getting out of Florida. Uh, there are guys like this in Florida every single cycle that come out and they go to school B or school A or whoever, and they end up in the NFL. And I looked at his finalist guys, and it's like, I think we mentioned this last week. So Kansas State, well, mm-hmm. they don't recruit any, they don't recruit anybody that's a four star ever. Pretty good football team, right? <laughs> Pretty good evaluators on that staff, right? Uh, so Pittsburgh under Pat Narduzzi, uh, pretty good track record recruiting, especially on defense, right? How many guys they put in the NFL on defense at Michigan State when he was there uh, and uh, now at Pitt? Uh, and I've told the story before when, when Urban Meyer got to Ohio State, he said, anybody that Mark D'Antonio and Pat Narduzzi offer, we, we need to rewatch their film to make sure we're not missing them. That's how credible this guy is, Okay. Uh, and Torian Gray loves him as a DB. Um, he is being recruited as an athlete. He's probably going to start out in the receiver room. Justin Stepp equally likes him a lot. Stepp's had some good evaluations through the year. So uh, even though he's a you know, high three-star, and I'm sorry that it's come to the fact – it's come to this in college football these days that I have to sit there and act like I'm defending a high three-star because a pretty damn highly rated guy. And he's two points away from, you know – the unmagical barrier of four. I know it looks better when these guys are fours. I know blue chip ratio, all that, but that's not a magical barrier. I mean, he's close to being elite uh, considered elite nationally. Uh, six, two and a half, one seventy-five. Uh, he, he'll fill out a little bit, but he's muscular and he's got good speed and athleticism. Um, and like I said, he's a guy when, when it came up that he was going to commit to Carolina, a lot of folks are like, oh, that means Paler is going elsewhere. And that's totally unrelated to Adams, Paler, whoever you, else you want to ask for. They wanted this guy anyway because of who he is. Uh, and they think really highly of him. And so that was a that was a nice pickup for the Gamecocks. Um, somebody called it a slump buster. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, I do think it maybe broke the chain of disappointment a little bit, which I guess – if you're looking for a slump buster, you are kind of in a chain of disappointment, right? I guess, or something. Something's wrong. <laughs> or something's not clicking, right? <laughs> but uh, you know, I, I think that was just one of, of many good pieces of recruiting news. You, you know, you talked about the kick uh, the, the cookout, the kickoff. See, I'm ready to roll too. Kickoff, uh, <laughs> uh, the cookout, and you know, Dylan Stewart, and, and I've been pretty clear. When all the crap was happening, it was like, oh, Carolina may lose all these guys and all this stuff. Um, nothing changed with Dylan Stewart. You never heard, oh, man, he may not come to the cookout now, or oh, man, he's going to Ohio State instead, or oh, this, that, and the other. Status quo with he and his mom. And they stayed extra time in Columbia. Uh, South Carolina has a great plan for him. South Carolina is where he's most comfortable. South Carolina is who he's got the best relationship with. Um I said where he's most comfortable, but, you know, comfort level is something that can change. And, you know, so I, I, there are no locks. Uh, Hale and I and everybody else, we decided we just want – every year I'll, I'll skip one on the crystal ball 
and it doesn't mean anything. For example, I think I skipped Luke Doty a few years back. I was like, mm, not going to worry about Luke Doty. <laughs> just going to let it play out, you know. Sure. Um, and, and so sometimes I'll just skip one, one just just for the heck of it, uh, and, and I'm going to – I'm going to skip this one in solidarity with Hale and Tony, uh, mainly because I don't want to hear it from a bunch of Ohio State people. They have a large presence on our network. Uh, and so this seemed like a good one to skip. And if the national boys want to say he's going to Ohio State, great. But if I had a crystal ball, I'd put it in seven for the Gamecocks right now. Now, we don't have a date. He has not nailed down a date to commit. Uh, it gets a little more real when he does that. Um, I do think it will be before the season. Uh, if it's not, I will be surprised, but that doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, something's wrong. Okay. Uh, I, I don't know, you know, and I'm not questioning Brad Crawford's sources at all. I love Brad to death, mad respect for him. I would be completely shocked if Miami indeed has crawled back into it when they're about to lose all their NIL money. Yeah. I mean, I <laughs> that would be very surprising to me. I, I know Miami – I, he's intrigued by Miami a little bit, but but so was Nick Harbor. You know, you saw where Nick ended up. But um, I think I think you know, but I, 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 I think not to interrupt you. I'll let you take it back. You're, uh, I'm just saying sure. I think a lot of the big time prospects are intrigued by Miami. They always have sure. been. They should be. You know, there it is a brand, and then they visit, and then you can take it from there. But it's it's, it's not necessarily always what it's cracked up to be once they go spend two or three days there down there. Great. Yeah. So that's. Uh, that's the deal there. Um, and um, so, boy, just got some really good news in my inbox, by the way. <laughs> now that it's not applicable to this audience, but it makes me smile. Um, so, yeah, Dylan Stewart. Uh, and I think the game, and, and you know, look, man, you start, I mean, this is the, this will be the second straight five star prospect the games have got at DC. You kind of start collecting these guys, folks, and all of a sudden, every big-time kid that comes out of D.C., oh, like, I don't know, Caleb Williams was a big-time mm -hmm. D.C. kid. You're in the game for You may not. You probably won't get them all, but right. you're in the game for Um, um And it trickles out in the suburbs of Maryland as well. So, uh, I can't, and, and look, this is a position South Carolina desperately needs numbers and talent at, uh, young talent. I mean, you've got – Desmond Umizulu is going to be really, really good. Uh, hopefully Montague Reigns makes his way back because he's going to be really good too. But you need more than that. You know, they're pretty deep at tackle right now. Uh, they're not deep at edge end, you know. And I think, you know, you, you kind of look at it and you're like, well, for the future, you sort of hope Brian Thomas Jr. is as what a lot of people think, which will be a good productive player that's just undersized. Uh, you're hoping Umizulu plays a lot this year. Dylan Stewart can come in and play. Uh you know, Jason's Jeer is what he's advertised. You know, the, the mystery DN's only got one year. Uh, mm -hmm. So you, you're kind of hoping all these things materialize. But, you know, the best way to combat that is to sign two or three good ones. Um, maybe go flip uh, Kamarian, uh, is it Fountain? Kamarian Fountain, uh, who committed to Southern yeah. Cal mm -hmm. out of Atlanta. Um, so that's it. Speaking of Atlanta for the 2025 class, Jonte Gilbert, who – has, let's say he's just been flirting with the Gamecocks a while. <laughs> he's like Prince Charles and Camilla Parker Boyles with mm -hmm. the Gamecocks. Yeah, technically, he's still married to Princess Di. However, <laughs> Camilla's got his heart, and uh, the Gamecocks, <laughs> I think, are Camilla in this situation. I never understood that, but Prince Charles is a weird guy. King, sorry, pardon me, King Charles. He's a weird dude. 
and his kid, oldest kid looks like a rabbit. But anyway, um, all that aside, uh, you know, that's kind of the situation. I, I don't know that I would say the writing's on the wall because he was committed to Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he is a big-time safety prospect from Douglas High School in Atlanta, right there in downtown Atlanta. They've put out a ton of good players. Um, long, lengthy, breaks on the ball well, good film, that kind of thing. And so uh, would be a massive 2025 pickup. Uh, he also visited Georgia Tech. I think he likes them pretty good. You know, they're trying to keep Atlanta kids in Atlanta. Uh, I think the Gamecocks are sitting on the driver's seat, though, right now. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know, frankly, guys, like if, if he's on a short commit watch or a long-term one. Uh, if I were him, considering I, I was committed to Ohio State that long, I probably would not be in a hurry to recommit. You know, don't, don't go marry Camilla right away, Charles. Just chill for a while. It's too soon, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but you can live with her, you That's know. Right. Enjoy you the courtship. All the, all the benefits, right? But, uh, you know, so I think that, um, you know, so when you look at that, so you look at it that way. So, so we'll see, you know, it's, uh, like I said, it is a, uh, it is a, a, a good sign, uh, that right after that cookie out, he said, all right, let's just say what it is and, and get rid of the Ohio state pledge. Um, you know, Jalua Solomon speaking of defensive backs, I mean, this guy, Carolina staff thinks he's three and done to the NFL. I don't mm-hmm. know who decided he was a high three star uh, at twenty four seven sports, but that's wrong in my opinion, based on and the opinion of many others that have forgotten more about DB recruiting than anybody. <laughs> uh, and, and it's not just South Carolina Torian Gray either. I mean, they, a lot of a lot of schools think he's big time. Uh, surprisingly enough, it's down to Carolina and Auburn. I thought for a while Florida State would be that other team uh, for the Gamecocks, but his brother goes to Auburn. Uh, you know, I, the context I spoke with, they were like sort of nervous he was at Auburn. If you noticed, Auburn had a huge recruiting weekend, mm-hmm. which, hey, guess who told you that was going to be the case? Surprise, surprise. Um, uh, you know, Hugh Freeze <laughs> with a lot of money NIL-wise. He's recruiting well? Wow. I'm shocked. Right. I'm shocked. Hugh Freeze with a lot of money is able to recruit. Hmm. We've seen this movie before. So now it's legal, just like Bruce Pearl. It's legal now. Auburn's got a method to its madness, folks. Uh, and, and with his brother going there, so I think they were worried he was going to get kind of caught up in the momentum and make a big decision there. Uh, but he didn't, and, and that was described as huge to me. He's deciding at 4 o'clock Saturday. He, I don't know if I'm going to make a crystal ball or not, but uh, – if I did, it'd be for Carolina for about six and a half, seven, six and a half right okay. now. Um, so there's that. Uh, Jonathan Paler, I wish I had. Uh, you know, I'm just I'm just thinking he's going to NC State. Uh, and I looked at it, and I'm like, well, you know, I, I think right now he's Robert Ana, the OC there, has convinced him somehow that uh, NC State's offense is this – battleship awesome thing and any i don't know i mean because carolina's explained to him how they're going to use it too uh his buddy is committed to nc state he's pushing him uh i i didn't realize the receivers coach at nc state's one joker phillips y'all remember joker phillips oh absolutely yeah i was Everybody just reading that joker. yeah <laughs> he was at carolina for a while you know 
uh, under Holtz. But uh, I just – I think he's going to NC State. Now, is that what he's telling South Carolina staff? No. But – you know, some other kids have told South Carolina staff and, and other recruits they're coming as well at night. So uh, we'll see what happens there. But I, if I had a crystal ball right now, him, I'd say state. In fact, I may flip it. Uh, and, I, and I'll gladly be wrong if somehow they end up getting paler in the end. Yeah, uh, I'll gladly be wrong with that. But that's just kind of where everything's lining up right now. Daniel Hill, status quo. Uh, things have kind of settled in with him. It's like they were a little nervous for a while, especially coming off the visit. And, and there for a couple of weeks because things weren't going all that well. But now it's back to like, hey, you know, they're getting him. So we'll see what happens. But bottom line with all this, uh, South Carolina had a relatively big end of June and, and early July, the last couple of cycles under Beamer. Mm-hmm. Uh, this year there's going to be another big wave, most likely, but it's going to come in August. So who gives a flip if they're a month late? Better late right. than never, Right. Uh, and all that matters is where you're at at the end. But, guys, can you imagine if South Carolina does go on a roll? So, say they lose Paler, that's fine. You know, they'll find a receiver. Um, and they get Hill, Stewart, Jalewis Solomon, and, and then you, and then maybe Jontae Gilbert for 2025. Um, and then you've already got Zamora and Lang in the boat. That's a heck of an August. Or, I mean, I know Zamora is technically in July. But that's a heck of a – a month, I mean, the fan base is probably going to be ready to, like, run through a brick wall, uh, the, the ones that follow recruiting and stuff, because things will have turned that dramatically. Uh, and then there's the opener right there on Labor Day weekend. Uh, there's going to be a lot of crowing going on if that takes place. Speaking of the opener, we'd love to see many of you there before the game. We'll give you a little bit of an update on that. we got to hit a timeout, but we're teed up by TravelingCountryClub.com. Inside the Gamecocks, the show partners with the coolest club in the Carolinas. If you play golf, 45 courses to play between North and South Carolina. I am honored to be a part of this club. I cannot thank Michael Manis, former Gamecock golfer, enough for his invitation to be a part of this club. And you can be a part of it as well. It's very easy. TravelingCountryClub.com. It will save you a ton of money, and you can play – a ton of courses between the mountains to the seas. Travelingcountryclub.com, teeing up inside the Gamecocks, the show, part of the Chief Sports Network. Golfers and wannabe golfers, former Gamecock golfer Meredith Taylor is now a full-time golf instructor in the Midlands of South Carolina. In-person golf lessons are held at the Country Club of Lexington. Half hour, hour, on course nine or 18 holes. And if you're outside of South Carolina, Meredith conducts virtual lessons. Just send in your golf swing for analysis. Gift cards are available for in-person one-hour lessons. Connect on Twitter at Mayor Taylor and find her online at McKellarEnterprises.org. Her email is on the website. Schedule your next lesson today with Meredith Taylor, former Gamecock golfer. Electric Bikes of Charleston offers the most fun you'll ever have on two wheels. Magnum, Velotric, Aventon Bikes, and more. And they sell to consumers all across the state and offer outstanding warranties and service after the sale. Five levels of pedal assist plus a throttle help you handle the southern heat better but still get great exercise. Bikes are available all ages and sizes. ElectricBikesCharleston.com or stop into their store in Mount Pleasant. Electric Bikes of Charleston, powering inside the Gamecocks, the show. 
everybody inside the Gamecocks the show just as we saw on that download the Chief Sports Network app available in Google Play and the Apple App Store give us a like on the video if you're watching this on YouTube always helps out our numbers great review the app JB is in and out I don't know why he keeps uh, disappearing on us either that or maybe the Charleston internet is just uh not cracked up. Oh, what happened? Is JB I don't know. It's the second time he's popped in and out. <laughs> I had to uh catching app adjustments guess, on the fly. That's what's happening. <laughs> there I guess he red, is. He's red pooped, sorry about pooped that. on the floor. You're good. Red Does pooped on the work? floor, and I, I had to be told about that. So Ooh. oh my. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, a you know, that's that happens. Fun. My I I, <laughs> I think I messed it up with capers too. He's almost 16 and uh i decided this weekend that i would switch some dog food out for him and let's just say that was not a smart decision on behalf of his father so we've had a had a rough couple of days poor guy i think he's looking at me like you mind giving me something i can keep in i'd appreciate that so anyways um uh really by the way appreciate uh appreciate all of you who have uh I've been kind enough to compliment us on the app and the network. Uh, we really, really do appreciate it. So please, again, tell your tell your friends and your family and all this, that, and the other. This, that, and the other. I uh, really, 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 honestly uh, appreciate your support. And hanging around with us every day, you can take us anywhere. If you can't, you know, watch and listen to the show when, when we're on, um, you can, you can, while you're sitting out on the porch now, it's you just hit that app. You could hit that app, pull up the big spur and everything else. I mean, we put it all in one under one roof. And I know somebody earlier said that they work for FedEx and this is going to really help them. And man, we appreciate that. Yeah, get us in the FedEx truck. That's what Jared said. It. Yeah. Uh, I mean, appreciate people that, in their Jared. cars. Thank you. It, Thank you. We have a yeah. lot of people listening from their cars and we have a lot of mailmen on our routes. We do, uh, and truckers, and 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 uh, I know Xavier's out in Washington, and, and is is a uh, truck doing things, and you know it's annoying because I, I sometimes I sleep with like documentaries on or audio books, 
and I'll find a good one on YouTube, man. And like, you got to keep YouTube up. Like if you roll over and hit your phone, it goes away. And then the other part of it is too, and I hope YouTube doesn't get mad at me for this. Their ads that they put in, like it interrupt the crap out of something in the middle have mm-hmm. gotten like long. It's like I was watching a World War II documentary about, you know, the, the, the couple is like three weeks after Normandy where, you know, when the, the allied army was marching through France or whatever. Very interesting. I was asleep. Sometimes I get weird dreams when I, I like, I'm like, I'm in France, it's 1942, J.C. Sherbert. <laughs> somehow I have a laptop. I don't know a cell phone. I don't know. Don't ask me. Yeah. <laughs> we got to get the Nazis right. Uh, but uh, so, and then all of a sudden, this ad, loud ass ad pops up. An ad pops up. Do you want to make a ton of money in gold? Let me know. <laughs> and it's always these like, Hey, order this my free program to tell you how to be a billionaire. You can make one million dollars in gold, and it's thirty minutes long, and, and it's nobody credible. It's just, I'm just like, well, this is a stuff. I'm like, do do I really need to list this for thirty minutes? And then there's the workout people, yeah. and you're just like sitting there sleeping yeah. here and sweat and sweat. So if you don't have a free hand to hit that skip ads button, which many of you don't, like if you're driving a truck, you don't have a free hand. Right, especially in right. weird conditions, you don't have to worry about all that anymore. And I don't know if that's happened during our show or not. I know we do turn on Google Ads on our show because it's revenue, but uh, it's gotten a little less. YouTube's gotten a lot less user friendly uh, than it once was, and so that's yet another reason to give you guys just a special little way to access. It's special. Well, they're also going to have way. To- yeah, and JC and Morgan's now going to become a stream show as well. Right. Now, it won't be a regularly scheduled program because we all know Mike goes on the road and, and things come up, but we're going to try to most of the time hit uh, the same date every week. Uh, won't always well, be and, and you'll know, you'll know because you'll get a notification in your phone from the app. It'll pop up in yes. your phone, just like you got a missed call or anything else. Uh, so you'll, you'll know when it's coming and you'll be able to watch and listen or wherever. Speaking of coming and going, how about uh, prior to the South Carolina, North Carolina uh, game in Charlotte, we will or we should be, JC, this week getting uh, some details out for the pregame tailgate. Uh, I know there have been questions about this. I know people are anxious to purchase tickets, and I know many already have, um, although that link has not necessarily been officially put out. It's kind of floated its way around through back channels. Uh, with that said, though, uh, JC, can you give us a quick update on the uh, pregame Carolina Rise, the Big Spur tailgate? Absolutely. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to have Phil put the link in the chat box for those of you because I like all of you guys and I trust you, you know, and you can spread it around a little bit. We're, we're, we're all right. So we got a spot, we've got a place to have. Uh, we're partnering with a company that runs parking. Okay. But, it's down to two lots, and I don't know. I don't know enough about the parking around the stadium to tell you in detail. Uh, I know one's kind of near the baseball stadium, one's not. Um, you know, uh, my good friend Chris from Nana's Porch is helping me with this because he lives in Charlotte and knows. Uh, and I'm forever, you know, talk about good people. Forever thankful for him. I mean, yeah, I guy. can't wait. Can't wait to eat the pimento hey, cheese. Hold on. 
Yeah, I was about to say, let, yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to do this. I'm going to throw my weight around a little bit here in front of all of you, and I apologize, but I'm going to do it anyways. Chris, if you're watching or listening, you mind bringing me a couple extra uh, jars of pimento cheese uh, and just, you know, kind of back door, you know, hand them to me so nobody sees me. You know what I'm saying? If you don't mind, <laughs> I'd appreciate that because the last two that you gave me, I brought them home and or the last one, I'm sorry, he gave, me, he gave me one. I brought it home, and JC ate all of it on my back porch, and I did. I only got about three chips out of it. So, if you if you got a couple, I'd really appreciate it. You're the man. It's the best pimento cheese I've ever had. And uh, anybody that wants to order it, head to nanasporch.com, and it will change your life. That's for sure. Yeah, I had to eat because, like, for lunch we had uh, we had come to this really good place on Folly. I don't remember its name. But it was good, and uh, but I had the the chilled seafood platter, right? The oysters and shrimp, and and look, I, I don't fill me up, right? And I had I had I had some I'd had some nachos, and I mean the cheese or whatever the queso, yeah, there was good nachos and stuff. But I and I had started drinking beer because that's what I do when I watch baseball games, drink beer, you know. We went. And to I started feeling a little lightheaded, and and Jamie and brought that man. pimento cheese out. And I was just like gorging on. I was like, oh, I'm so hungry. I'm so, I'm so hungry. Oh my God. Um, so that's the deal there. Uh, but anyway, yeah. And I, I heard a rumor Chris will have some free pimento cheese to give away uh, on site. So oh, well. Yeah, but I'm not fighting all these people for that. I just, just dedicate a couple to me. And we'll the right thing to do would be to disqualify ourselves from that. Yeah. Well, Even though I'm, it is I'm not, I'm not, de- I'm not, well, I'm not going to disqualify myself from it if I can't, uh, yeah, I'll kick someone's rear end over that. So yeah, I'll have my wife, Chris, Chris let's just do this yeah. peacefully, man. You just, just, just bring me a couple, right. couple Who doesn't of need to be violent. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. So game day is going to be at Romari Bearden park in uptown Charlotte, just Correct. down the street from bank of America. Yeah. Uh, look, we're going to be, I'm planning on being a game day, but the, the tailgate's not going to get started until 2.30. So right. you got right. plenty of time. Um, hell, yeah. I may have a little crazy brunch before. I may do brunch, game day, tailgate, and y'all have to carry me in the stadium. But no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but no, it's, uh, it, so, so you have time to do everything. Uh, and then uh, the, the tailgate's $10. Uh, there, if, if, if you ordered a rain check package for our events, in um in April, you get a free ticket and, and you'll get like a ticket in the mail. I'll mail to you, but you have to go online and RSVP so we know how many's coming. Mm-hmm. Um and you'll it'll have a discount code on there for zero dollar tickets, in other words. So you get a little pass at, at the thing. It includes a catered meal from Nana's Porch. Yum. Mm-hmm. It includes beer. Mm. It includes mixed drinks and and, uh, and and the beers while it lasts. I mean, dude, I'm getting. I, hopefully, I'm getting enough, but I've been at Probably too many not. kegs. Is Lance keg, coming? Lance is coming, so I, yeah, I'm, no. I've got. No, I've you got didn't to, get I got to stop. Need up. another keg. Uh, you know, if you got a bunch of heavy heavy drinkers, I'd maybe suggest bringing your own beer. I don't know. Uh, we, we got a couple of kegs and a, a bunch of coolers full. Uh, we're going to have a couple of uh, kegs full of mixed drinks sponsored by this really bougie mixed drink for the ladies, for the ladies, and maybe some of you guys, uh, these bougie <laughs> frou-frou drinks, and, and, the, and they come in kegs too, and they look delicious, 
Yeah, you know, like mint. They, they're not exactly mint juleps, but they're they're along those lines. High high society mixed drinks. Uh, and then we're gonna have a little bit of an open bar. You know, man, it's uh, it'll just be house Tito's, whatever. But I wouldn't count if you're a bourbon or a vodka drinker, man. Bring your own. We'll have plenty of mixers, but because uh, that will run out uh, pretty quickly, and and it's not so much that. I don't want to pay for all you guys to drink. Uh, it says a lot to do with, I'm worried I'll overshoot it and overdo it. And then I can't carry a bunch of liquor and beer back with me. So please God, get it done. Uh, and, uh, you know, we even thought about doing the jello shot cart girl, but I do, I do think there'll be some families there. So, uh, Maybe not. It, this is family friendly for anybody that's asking. Yeah, Absolutely. I mean, nobody's going to be like, I mean, it, it, come have a meal. Everybody, be, but it'll be outside and there won't be like crazy, unbelievable. Uh, there won't be people getting naked. How about that? So, no, no, um, no. I don't no, think so. Yeah. No. Right, so it also includes some special guests. Uh, we're working on that guest list. Uh, and I do think it will be a special guest list. I can tell you some members of baseball team will be there to, to sign some autographs, take some pictures with you guys. Uh, it includes a commemorative rally towel. How about that? You get a rally towel. Yeah. Um, and a ton of giveaways. We're going to do a 50. The only thing to pay for outside your ticket uh, and then bring your own beer if you want. Um, if, okay, just in case. Bring it. Bring emergency beer and liquor. That's an emergency. Bring emergency beer. Emergency <laughs> beer and liquor. Uh <laughs> Uh, the only thing to pay for, we're going to have a 50 that, that will kind of raise money for rise or whatever. We'll have a 50, 50 raffle again. And then uh, a guy that's got some uh, really nice handcrafted wood Gamecock products. He's going to run the raffle for us and also give away some of his products while he's there. So there's prizes and there'll be a ton of giveaways, t-shirts, visors, koozies, uh, you name it. We'll, we'll, if it has Carolina rise on it, we're, we'll probably give some of it out at least. So, uh, and, and I'm, I'm really kind of quietly optimistic about this guest list. Uh, you, you may not even hear us announce who all is coming. It may be that good, you know, till we have to keep it quiet. You yeah. know, mm. and I'll just go and tell you, I'm going to be there uh, with a two, two on and security. We, we, we can't let everybody know because security is going to be, have to be too, too amazing for me to show up in a two, two. I'm kidding, but no, it, it'll be uh I'm looking forward to it. And again, this isn't uh, this isn't a fundraiser. Uh, we may have the, the Venmo thing there. If you want to tip, put a couple bucks for Nana's or whatever. This is a give back for everyone that's supported Carolina Rise, whether you're a member or you support us in spirit or whatever. You know, it's it's, for, it's a give back to the Gamecocks, um, and I'm super excited about it. I'm, I'm anxious to find out exactly where it's at. But uh, that's it. So. Yeah, Lance, uh, as a Rise member, uh, just go ahead and buy it um, uh, for 10 bucks each. Uh, actually, hold off on buying it. Hold off on buying it, Lance. Just uh, just, uh, just uh, let me get those tickets uh, printed and, and see, see on that one. Uh, but 10 bucks each, and um, like I said, we, it's a give back, so we're fired up about it. It is 1245 as well. we got to hit a timeout. It's our final timeout. If you haven't, download the all-new Chief Sports app. That is the new home of Inside the Gamecocks, the show. JC and Morgan and more, part of the Chief Sports 
Network. We are live in the Sinorama Studios, and we'll be right back. Hey, Gamecock fans. It's Evan Stowe from Gamecock Baseball. A couple of painters paint the show Garnet and Black every day and get the job done right at a fair cost. Go to LetMePaintSomething.com for information and an estimate. Go Cox. You heard Evan Stone, Gamecock fans, 10% off for military repeat customers or mention the show. Interior, exterior painting, fencing, cabinet staining, concrete painting, popcorn ceiling removal, and more. 803-522-6832. LetMePaintSomething.com. If you're in the upstate of South Carolina and are in need of residential real estate services, Cindy Bass, Sear Fossil, Caldwell, Banker, Kane is for you. Ask her about the village at Creekside, all of her listings in my hometown of Spartanburg, South Carolina, right there on Daniel Morgan Avenue, married to a lifelong Gamecock fan. And many of our listeners have already bought homes from her and been 100% satisfied with the detail and care she uses. Cindy Searfoss, 864-414-5271, Caldwell Banker Kane in the upstate for your real estate needs. Building your dream home is often just that, a dream, and sometimes a nightmare. But at the Barn Doe Company, they commit to quality and build without sacrifice. Customization, open floor plans, limitless flooring options, maintenance-free and easy insulation perks, and affordability are just a few reasons why they've been named one of the best builders in the U.S. Believe in your dreams. Visit thebarndominiumco.com. That's thebarndominiumco.com. The Barn Doe Company. Gamecock owned, Gamecock operated. The preferred sign partner of Gamecock Athletics is Signorama Columbia, and they should be yours too. A full-service sign company that handles design, production, install, and service, Signorama Columbia has helped to bring to life the perfect vision for so many all across South Carolina. Owned and operated by proud Gamecock alumni, they can handle all types of signage, including interior and exterior, vehicle graphics, and more. Go to Signorama.com and find the West Columbia location, or call them at 803-407-9284. Bring your brand to life with Signorama Columbia and go Gamecocks. form sandstorm takes we are uh that one's nuts man it gives me the yeah, goosebumps I like that. it's intense yeah it is <laughs> i tell you what i tell you before we get to this real quick uh bill tickets will be limited uh but uh you, you'll you'll be able to get one they'll be limited i think would you say jc maybe 200 people or something like that and yeah then, i mean we can't uh, have like 
We can't have yeah. a thousand <laughs> people there. Uh, no. If we sell a thousand tickets, we may have to change the video. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, what, uh, that's, uh, but, that's not going to be possible because it'll be. Yeah, it'll be. Of course, you sell a thousand at ten. We had ten thousand dollars to play with there. You know, okay, yeah. so yeah. just buy a whole lot. Like, hey, look, you're not going to make any more to this, bro. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be. Know? It will be security. Similar. Austin um, no, also asked about TVs too. There will be TVs there to watch yes. football. Austin, don't yes. see uh, it. Yeah. Billy, uh, we've got I've got Billy G's. Uh, he of barbecue sauce fame. He's going to be there giving out his product. By the way, uh, yeah. also mm-hmm. he has a TV with his van and all that good stuff. Uh, Jeribu Hill, how about yeah, that? Yeah. We got a there you go, Phil. Here's one to take out. <laughs> uh, and then uh, I think I've got one more coming. Uh, a friend of mine uh, may bring another tv so we'll have two but yeah we watch other games yep. the schedule is not all that great um, well virginia tennessee virginia, colorado tennessee. tcu on at noon yeah, yeah. Then, i think the, 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 the 3 30 game you'll want to watch is probably honestly boise state at washington i mean yeah that'll be a good one that's that's that'll about it i mean one. get a so. get a glimpse of you know, Arkansas, Texas, whatever. But, you know, those guys, I mean, they're not playing anybody. They're going to beat the brakes off everybody they're playing. So it's probably, that's, but nonetheless, it's football. And, you know, I, I say this every year and I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to say it again because I have to remind myself and, and I get complimented. This is the one quote every year I get complimented on. So I say it every year. Don't complain about the football schedule. Why do you wait eight months to watch football and then complain about the football schedule? You know, it's it, it'll be here. Well, aren't we all happy about that? Matter of fact, we're 26 days away from college football being played, and we'll we'll be watching that too. So uh, I won't be complaining about what game it is or isn't on at 3:30 that afternoon while we're all tailgating together outside of Bank of America Stadium because we wait all year just to watch it. So uh, that should be should be a lot of fun. I want to throw this at y'all real quick before we, because I know we got to get out of here in about minutes. Again, download, download, download the all new Chief Sports Network, the Chief Sports app. Download it into your phones, into your iPads, tablets, etc. Uh, Cole Kubelik said the other day he was asked about South Carolina, and he said I could say all kinds of stuff on his show, the Cube Show. He said I could, I could, I could talk to you about the offensive line. I could talk to you about Rattler. Talk to you about Joiner. He said the question for me about South Carolina's offense is Nick Harbor. And I found that really interesting because I like Cole Kubelik a lot. And I always respect what he said. Cole does his homework. If anybody hadn't paid attention over the last few years, he does his homework, and he's really good about it. And he mentioned the fact that there's a big difference in track speed and being fast. There's just a big difference. And he said, you know, to summarize it, essentially, if this guy can give you the three to four downhill balls a game where he's just basically taking one-on-one and dropping a safety back and loosening things up, he's talking about how big of a deal that could be for the South Carolina offense. So, you know, really, guys, he's taking this question and making it more of an X's and O's conversation. Here, y'all can have the surface conversations, but I'm Cole Kubelik, and I'm going to have an X's and O's conversation because I know what this looks like. And it's certainly something that we're going to ask Michael about on Friday. Michael Flint will be here with us on Friday. He has been a wide receiver at South Carolina. He was nowhere near as fast as Nick Harbor. But understanding the concept of taking the top off of the defense, guys, and creating some 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 room to run there, essentially. And um, I just found that, in, that answer 
That was interesting. You, you just haven't heard a lot about that yet because nobody has seen Nick Harbour play one snap for South Carolina football. I think he's got a shot. I, I talked to a, a contact within the program about him over the weekend briefly, and I heard he's the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I, you, you know, look, stats, I don't know. South Carolina's got a lot of good receivers. But I would – let's just say he's good enough to go out there and, and give you 20 snaps a game at receiver because he knows how to run some routes, certain routes, and can get open and doesn't get jammed at the line because he's 241 pounds. Uh, you start talking about him, and then you got Eddie Lewis and Xavier Leggett who for, had a freaky offseason and Andrews. And Amarian Brown, who will he gets by Amarian gets by the defense, he's gone. I mean, <laughs> and then some of the younger guys like Elijah Caldwell. I mean, man, come on. Then that, that's, I didn't even talk about like Josh Simon and Trey Knox at tight end, right? And 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 you got a guy named Spencer Rattler delivering them the ball. Now I wouldn't be confident if the old offensive coordinator was here because he had plenty of weapons and never used them. You know, or wouldn't use them consistently. But I, I you know, Dowell did say something the other day in his press conference. He's like, well, we, we got to get our guys the ball, you know, every game. He's like, well, maybe it's once or twice a game, but we got to get on the ball. And, and that's a, I mean, think about, I mean, inexcusable. Juice Wells has the game he did against Arkansas and does not get a target against Georgia. Yeah. And, and I, and I, I know some folks that work at Georgia, you know. Uh, and and they mm-hmm. did not bracket him. They did not jam him. No, they were like he was. He he, he would have gotten open. He was open. Our, our guys, you know, <laughs> and and there was just nothing dialed up for him. So, um, boy, that, that was frustrating. So, you know, and, and it's doubly frustrating when you think that had Carolina not had some of those shenanigans going on, they could be a whole hell of a lot better than fifteen and eleven over two years under Beamer. Yeah. So anyway. Well, that's the point. I mean, I, I you actually, I, I remember. I think last year, and, and and at some point in time, we'll probably eliminate a large amount of this this type of talk because it doesn't. Now, last year doesn't matter. Um, yeah. But but I mean, to, to the point of what you're saying there, though, I I think it was after that Georgia game that we had the discussion of, um, you know. What? Why were the best players not in the field? Yeah, it was the first time that really came up. Is like, what is this? You know, disappearing act. And then yeah. next thing you know, it and then it turned into a trend because it continued to happen all year. And then it was it, it, head it, it outsmarted himself because they instead of in college football, a lot of times you're best served to build on what you did the week before. Um, I think instead of trying to reinvent the wheel, uh, every week, you know, it's like, okay, well, we got this and, and look, the, the good teams do that. I mean, Clemson, when they get on rolls, they do the same thing over and over again. I mean, on both sides blitz, throw it down the field, what, whatever's working for them. They do same thing with Georgia. Georgia didn't change any game plans this year. They did the same damn thing on both sides of the ball against everybody. Right. Uh, Alabama, same thing. Yeah, they'll may change year to year, and there's certain plays you put in for certain teams that you know. If, oh well, this guy, this number eleven over here, 
is terrible at corner. This is what Spurrier did. Oh, well, this is going to work against him, so let's emphasize that. But you don't just change it. And it seemed like it would almost be like there would be a good game. And so he would get like, oh, okay, well, we did all that in that game. So we got to do something completely different the next game or I'll be exposed. Yeah, or they'll know. Yeah, Yeah, because you you just get away from what you're good at. And and then you you can't develop any identity. So – yeah, it was. It was. Just, yeah, I actually just just pulled it up again just to make sure that I, you know, we I didn't miss anything, and I literally didn't miss anything. Juice Wells didn't have one yard, not a yard in the game, not a catch, not a carry. I don't think a, he got targeted. In no, that game. no, yeah, no I mean, yeah, there wasn't, wasn't even a target. target. No. <laughs> and then you go back and you look on the other side with Georgia, and you look at how many targets or how many times their best players touched the ball, and it was. 40-something odd times, almost 50 times compared to South Carolina's 20. You know, like, well, they they gave their best players the football 30 more times than you did. They're already better than you, and you wonder why the score is 48-7. to I can tell you why. It's pretty easy to figure out, as a matter of fact. They put Um, the Gary and Joyner in a bind, man. I mean, it's like that that game, I think it was already 7-0, or maybe Carolina got the ball first. And Spencer completes a pass for a first down. I think Trey Kenyon called it or maybe somebody, maybe one of the receivers. I don't remember 100%. Um, so first down, midfield, you know, you're cooking with grease. Next thing you know, it's about third and three – or third and seven. Sorry, third and seven. That's what made it so crazy. Here comes Joyner, and I'm like, all right, he's finally going to call a pass here because that's what he needs to do. <laughs> you ran it right up the middle. Same dude, Will Muschamp sitting around all summer, right? There's something called tendencies, right? That is a tendency, you know. And then, you know, when when Joyner started at quarterback against North Carolina, obviously that was different. But the tendency is Satterfield will throw him out there absolutely no reason, no rhyme or reason, uh, and throw him out there, and then he just runs it straight up the middle. And poor Joyner, he got four yards, but that fourth down and then there you yeah, go it was fourth down. All right. and uh, you know so i just you know just think that that killed me i mean i think uh my our oldest one was here i didn't know he was here that morning i thought he'd gone with his mom and brother and he was scared because of how i reacted <laughs> well and I, i'll say i'll say this too on the and i know we got to go it doesn't matter but the next remember the next drive spencer got that ball to jaheem for about 50 yards and then promptly, two plays later, throws a pick that they returned for 50 yards. And you yeah. thought, well, <laughs> oh, that's well. all she wrote, boys. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Uh, right. So, anyways. All right. Um, we've been promised that there will be less confusion in moving parts this year. We'll see. I have, I have full faith in that. I do too. I do too. Here's a, one of one of my biggest things, you know, not to you know draw the show out even longer than it should be, but hanging around the NFL for as long as Dow Loggins did, you learn the difference between creative and cute. Yeah, because well, they don't good. put up with that cute crap in the NFL. <laughs> hey, you know what? That's a, that's a good T-shirt, Phil. Creative, not cute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I the think this offense is going to be. I don't know. It's going to be as a, it won't be as effective. They're not going to put up these kind of numbers. But as far as how it looks, yeah. things go a lot like LSU in 2019. Oh, 
Well, I mean, which is what Beamer thought he was getting to begin with. JC, there's a lot of people that hope what you just said was right. You better hope you are right because everybody's going to remember that comment. Uh, He he said it on the day the network was launched. What a. They're going to sit there and think that I meant it's going to be like. Oh, yeah. This this offense in the history of college football. No. (laughs) Yeah, I know. promised that we were going to win an ad. I I know exactly what they're going to (laughs) think. I I, I just heard you say it. (laughs) But I I do think that uh, Uh, I think think it'll look a little like that. A lot of spread. Uh, You know, that LSU team had a good tight end and Thaddeus Moss. Um, Good running Going into that year, Edwards Hilaire was not considered – Nope. And he lead back, and he blew up. So maybe somebody will for the Gamecocks. Only the offensive line, though. That LSU team, people forget. That was an off-maligned but talented O-line that came together that year uh, big time. So maybe that's the same thing that I care about. I don't know. But I, I, I think it's going to look a little more fun <laughs> than people think. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I, uh, I think pour myself right. a Dowell Loggins, baby. That's right. Before we get out of here, congratulations to former Gamecock left-hander Jordan Montgomery being traded to the West Division-leading Texas Rangers, who also added Max Scherzer. They're going for a World Series, boys and girls. We'll see what happens. But Jordan Montgomery, if they get there, is going to be a part of it. So hats off to him. And looking forward to following the Rangers the rest of the season. The new app is out. The new network is launched. The Chief Sports Network. Uh, we are so excited about this and happy to be bringing JC and Morgan under this umbrella and much more here soon. It's going to be growing, and we hope you'll grow with us. Tell your friends and neighbors. Make sure you download it. If you have a phone or a tablet or anything like that, iPad, download the Chief Sports app and you can take us anywhere find your high school scores direct link to the big spur donate to carolina rise watch and listen to all your shows contact us in a partridge in a pear tree thanks to john whittle for phil and jc we'll see you tomorrow at 11 inside the game cox the show built by the barn doco and part of the chief sports network